This episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Get 20% off using the code SWN20 for that 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Welcome to the latest edition of the SWN podcast. We're on another pit stop in our road trip season. Uh, I am joined by another young face in the WrestleZone Training Academy, one of the new faces on the shows, uh, former well referee for like two shows. Uh, I'm joined by Oliver Green. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. That's right. I think I've already maxed out the quota of me saying the word shows, so we'll just uh, <laughs> fly on. Uh, so, so yeah, glad to have you on. When we put out the call for you guests, uh, Kirsten was very quick to put yourself and Tommy Raiden forward, so yeah, that was very cool. easy to arrange. Here we are. I was very surprised when I saw that. I was like, oh, oh, that'll be interesting. It's like, not had many matches, but you know, it'll be a fun chat. So, well, that, that's what I say to Tommy. The episode went out by this time. This one has, but it hasn't actually went out properly yet. But uh, I was saying that I like to wait until you've got like a year maybe under your belt now. Yeah. And, and then, then I would have contacted you and went, hey, yeah, my podcast, but uh, you know, the audience wants what it wants, so I, I, I cater to my audience. I'll try to, anyway. Um, and here you are. But let's say the podcast used to be when it first started. I used to grab like pretty much I grabbed newbies because they didn't really because because it was a very new thing. I didn't think any of the the wrestlers that had been on for years would want to actually speak to some dork in, a, in their bedroom. Um, but I'm in my office now. It's a total different location. Uh, so, yeah, so glad to have you on. I'm, We've seen you a couple of times in action, twice, I've seen you twice. Um, so we'll go right back to the start of the journey of Oliver Green. Uh, I apologize if I call you Tommy at some point because, you know, all of Tommy Oliver, Green Ranger, it will come into my head at some point. <laughs> I, I did a, a little bit on, um, this is a lot of me speaking, uh, on Community Pro Wrestling, an episode that'll come out soon that I was speaking about, oh, I've got an episode coming up with Tommy Cross. Oh, I can't wait, can't wait to speak. And it took me about two minutes before I realized no, it's not. It's Oliver Green. Oh, no. Come on. So <laughs> I apologize in advance. You um, <laughs> yes. So you, though, Oliver Green. I'll keep saying your name so I remember it. Uh, how did you get started? How did you start loving pro wrestling? What was the moment that got you hooked on pro wrestling? Oh, so that's going to be a long story. Um, oh. I always remember watching it when I was a kid. Just uh, My brother always had it on TV. So when I was like four or five, I always just remember watching like WWF and stuff like that. It was always on TV or WWE. It was then maybe. When did it change? I can't remember. Two, um, so um, yeah, because yeah. I remember like uh, Biker Taker versus Cena Vengeance. That's one that's always stood with me for some reason. I remember watching that. Um, so I was like, what, two thousand three? Yes, it was. It yeah. was. Uh... Uh, so I remember like little snippets, but I, and then my mum's like boyfriend at the time, he had like old VHSs when I was like eight or nine. So I went back and watched some old school stuff. So my one of my favorite wrestlers, uh, Rick Rude. Amazing, amazing heel. Um, but I, I never really f- saw, I'm trying to think when I fully got into it, it was probably about 2008, just before Shawn Michaels retired. So I was a big Shawn Michaels and Taker guy. Um, and then when I was 16, I actually, that's when I first started training. Um, I went to a place in England at the time because I used to live in England. Uh, I think it was called Rad Pro or something like that. And I've heard of Rad Pro. Yeah, I've heard of Rad Pro. Not good things, but you know. Um, <laughs> I remember I was 16 at the time, and yeah, it was, uh, I think it was like 20 pound a week or something like that. I was like, oh, this will be fun. 
uh, yeah, I left home. I left every time to go home with like a purple chest. I was like, yeah, it's not not good, not good. Um, and then that kind of put me off. Like training, I was like, oh, maybe it's not for me. Maybe I'm just not tough enough. But I was a 16 year old, so I was like, oh, maybe maybe not. So, and then obviously, like, I think everyone kind of knows like where like wrestling when you're like in school wasn't the cool thing. You would be a thing you get bullied for. So that was my escape. Wrestling was always my escape because moving between Scotland and England a lot didn't have a lot of friends and stuff like that so I always just like stayed home watching wrestling or like cartoons really but wrestling was the main thing so I used to always um WWE was always the one but then TNA when TNA got angle that was pretty good oh it's wrestling channel then are you a wrestling channel kind of yeah yeah definitely yeah I love the wrestling channel uh, it's I only watched a couple of things. TNA always I tried to get as much TNA in. A little bit of Ring of Honor here and there, but are the adverts? I love the adverts. It was just I've still got like Team Shag. Uh, my God, the, the, the bit that bit stuck in my head forever, and it's and uh, or Liger. Um, I never I have seen maybe two Liger matches possibly in my lifetime, but I know the advert like the back of my hand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so okay, right. Lot well, taken there for for where I'm going to go with the with the, the rest of the questioning. Um, starting off and go recruit. We'll start with there. So look at so you had a bunch of old VHS tapes, which is always a scary prospect if they weren't labelled. Um, it makes me feel old when I say that VHS tapes. I'm like, oh no, you're going to think I'm old. <laughs> well, that was my first thought when you said, uh, "Oh, started watching when it was WWF," and I was like. How old are you? <laughs> and then yeah. and then you then you queried when it was. And like, okay, right, we're we're on. You got me excited thinking I'm speaking to a, a someone similar to my age, but then you you quickly you quickly dash that. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. Ten years, I'm ten years <laughs> older. Um, but uh, Rick Rude then was it just? I mean, it was very uh, very interesting. It's not as cartoonish, I suppose, other than these tights than other wrestlers of that kind of time. What was it about Rick Rude? He just stood out so much. I just liked how he always came to the ring. And he just like said a lot of crap to the audience and got away with it, especially like, you know, like the sweat, the city sweat hogs and stuff like that. His robes were really nice. I mean, Ric Flair always had nice robes, but for some reason he Rick Rude just drew me in. Um, obviously his tights, I liked how he could personalize his tights, especially I think it was, was it Jake the Snake when he had like his wife or was it Macho Man? He had like his wife on it. I was like, that is hilarious. That's amazing. I think it was, I think it was Jake, but I, I wouldn't surprise me if he had Macho gear as well. Um, so yeah, yeah, I was gonna say the airbrush tights. They were just they look amazing. But yeah. yeah, Rick Rude was not a name I thought I'd, I'd have thrown into this podcast so early no, on. I'm just no. I'm just a little bit taken aback. Oh, well, because you're thinking when you're thinking about if you're what four or five or something like that, and you've got this these bunch of old old things, it would be Warrior or uh, Bushwhackers or or, yeah. or or that kind of thing. But, but no, Rude, like you must be a Hogan fan or oh, I get I get it with a lot of like one of my tattoos is like it's like the face mask and people are like oh is that an ultimate warrior tattoo and I'm like no it's got nothing to do with ultimate warrior it's not ultimate warrior tattoo but is it no I'm joking no, uh, <laughs> we will get onto tattoos soon because I I yeah. questions came in <laughs> but also I have a million about them as well uh, but but okay so from there England uh, and then come over to Scotland and you use wrestling as your escape which I think is it's one of those common things. I, I like you. I was bullied in school for like in wrestling and weathered the storm and just went home and still watched wrestling when I went home because yeah. you know it's the best thing to do. You... It was. It was. It's just seeing if you're, especially if you're smaller um, as well, and you weren't really going to fight back or anything. You go and watch. Uh, 
God, age myself here. Um, <laughs> go, go see Steve Austin beat up uh, D'Lo Brown or something like that. And you're, you're watching it going, yeah, stick it to him. That kind of thing. Yeah, going, beat up oh, the bigger guys, yeah. Yeah, beat, beat them up uh, and, and all that. It was just the coolest thing. And it still is now. And I, I'm assuming you're still the case where if you do have a rough day or, or a rough uh, couple of weeks, you just like network, YouTube, let's just throw on some wrestling and just and just forget about the troubles and bills and and all that kind of stuff for just, oh, to... adult, just watch some wrestling it's the best thing to do <laughs> it really is i mean i'm coming off two two weekend or two days of wrestling two evenings and afterwards i'm like this is still the best thing uh i mean obviously outside of real world stuff but it's like still the best thing to go to and just switch off and just be calm for a moment and just yeah. not, not think about things i suppose it's a little bit different for you now because you're actually uh competing and yeah, in it. feeling it now, yeah. <laughs> Probably less calm and a less, uh, less uh, um, painless when it comes to it. Yeah. But uh, so from there, you did Rad Pro, which sounds like it's it, less you want to speak about it, the better. So we'll move on. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I, I only saw a few things, and for what I've seen, it was all, yeah, it, it was all stuff. Um, so what did you say then when you came up to Scotland? Was it just Aberdeen you came to? Was it Northeast or? Um, so I'm actually, I was actually born in Elgin, so I'm originally from Elgin myself. Um, hey! Yeah, Elgin boy. <laughs> um, so I, I came back up, well, I, was, I was like 18 or 19, um, never really thought anything about wrestling, and then I moved to Aberdeen for uni, um, and then I think it was like 2022, 20, just after COVID happened, like I was going through like the worst period of my life, wouldn't go out the house, was having like panic attacks and stuff, I won't go too much into it, but it wasn't a good year, and then maybe 2021 was it was it 2023 now so yeah 2021 was a bad time and then i went through to like counseling and stuff like that, which was great best thing i ever did um and i was like well i want to get in better shape so i was very underweight like just wasn't well really um so i was like want to get in better shape want to do some fitness so i just looked at like fitness clubs um i was gonna do i was actually gonna originally do brazilian jiu-jitsu funny enough and then i was like oh i don't think i really want to get like too much of it because it's, it's very expensive like for the outfits and stuff like that and i was like nah probably not really my thing so i used to do jiu-jitsu so kind of similar but not too similar uh, and then i saw wrestling it was like um academy for wrestling i was like how did i not know this was here i've been navigating for like three four years i'm like how did i not know this was here so i looked up the page and i was like i could, I could give this a go maybe um so I, I think it was like a few months after so then when 2022 started managed to like bulk up because i was doing that bulk my friend's like really good in the gym so he's giving me advice and stuff so i managed to get my weight up uh the first show i went to was the ellen i think it was ellen last year all right okay that was that um uh i've just got scotty swift super executioner in my head but no that wasn't the main event that was the pre-show but uh but so that was your first best zone first uh wrestling in person so i i started watching videos i think that one of the first videos i watched was archer versus scotty swift fraser 2017 i want to say it was one of those ones and i was like i think me and archer are about the same height and stuff like that. i was like oh well this this guy this guy's about the same height as me maybe a bit like muscly and a bit bigger than me i was like oh you know i'm not too far off maybe maybe i could give it a, another go and see if it's worth it so then i went to ellen uh watched the show and it, it, it was really good. I actually enjoyed it. I was like, this could be something. So I remember awkwardly just sitting there by myself. So I was like, oh, I never thought I'd go to something like this by myself. And I was just sitting there awkwardly. And Cicero just came up to me and tried to high five me and kept missing. I'm like, 
oh no, I'm an awkward person at all. And this would just make me feel so much more awkward. But it was so funny. I was like, oh God. Um, uh, I'm fairly certain then we were opposite rows, opposite uh, aisles, side the aisle, because I was the guy he took the hat off of. So, yeah. so we were very, very close by. And we were both at the show ourselves. Yeah, I, before I went to the show as well, I typed in like wrestling and like your podcast and Vegas mosh pit came up. So I started watching them and was like, okay, let's see what the guys are like because other places, different experiences with people. So I wanted to make sure, you know, people are all right. They're, they're more, uh, you know, like willing to newer people and stuff like that. So watched a few podcasts, watched the, went to Ellen to watch the show, really enjoyed it. And then I saw Connor as well. I was like, okay, it's another smaller guy. I was like, maybe, maybe, maybe I could do it. Um, so I think, I think it was the day after that, or the few days after that, I messaged the page and was like, oh, this is something I want to try. So you send all the information. I was like, wait to hear back. I was like, oh, maybe they won't, maybe they won't. And I was like, oh yeah, come in like, like the next week or something like that. So started that and haven't looked back. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, I, I didn't know you were, uh, though that starts to make sense because I was looking through my, doing my research and that saw South Street tattoo pop up and I was like, that's Elgin. So yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. weird. Uh, but yeah, so originally, originally born Elgin. Oh, we're, we're, we're gathering them. We've got Ian Scare. Yeah. He lived here for a bit. Mayhem Brooks. We've got yourself. Like, like, we're scared about hidden. We're hidden. <laughs> I know. You, you, you came you, born Elgin and then just go, no. And then leave. No. Um, well, I, I mean, I say like I'm from Elgin. I live here, but I'm, I'm from Rothis. So I'm oh, yeah. not, not so a fake, fake Elgin person. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> My wife's from Elgin, born and raised, so she she can take all the all the uh, Elginess from me. Uh, so uh, okay, right. So that's that's a really quick turnaround then. When yeah. when you're thinking about uh, went to Ellen in what was that? It was January 2022, and then you made your debut the following year. So that is a that is a very quick, especially if my WrestleZone's kind of uh, output. They like to nurture their talent quite for. Yeah, shows. I always heard different things, you know, like, oh, like from different people, not wrestling, like, uh, like some of my friends, he wrestles in England and he's like, oh, yeah, it usually takes like one or two years, maybe three years. And I'm like, oh, God, it's quite a lot to do training, but I'm like, well, if I enjoy it, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to take as much time as I can. I don't want to go on and embarrass not just myself, but especially if people are putting faith in me, like wrestling, you know, the last thing I want to do is do a bad job, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm going to, I'll probably heap loads of praise here and I'll, bar- I'll embarrass you a bit. Um, oh. I've been to a lot of these shows now. I've been to I've been going to WrestleZone for ten years. So the first show is always the most difficult I find for for new faces and you guys in general. And then maybe the third show, they've got what the crowd's about. And they kind of go with it. Mm. Um, some some do it, some don't. Um, I've mentioned in, in mosh pits and and what have you. Some that don't. But uh, it, it's really good to see like yourself and Evan Young and uh, Ronan. Uh, they, they just seem to just take straight straight away which is great great for us as a paid audience but also uh must be a great confidence boost that you go up there and i don't know if you're a perfectionist but you come out and go you know i, I did okay i, did, I didn't, didn't embarrass myself yeah i'm quite hard on myself I, I i always hate watching my stuff back but i always do just i always push through it just because you have to you have to be like okay this is what you need to change or what you need to improve on or this is something i'm not doing this is something i need to do um like I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I should really go into it. I mean, I will, but like, um, like crowd stuff. That was always a. Cause I mean, coming from like, um, not really going out and like panic attacks and stuff like that. I wasn't really a sociable person. Mm-hmm. Um, so coming out as a face and trying to 
thing with the crowd was always quite a especially in training like training matches and stuff like that I was always just the awkward just coming out quiet and then they're like you need to you need to have something so it'd always be like yay and then like can't can't be like that so it's like trying to get the it's kind of get your like right trying to think how to say it, like get the right personality over because um some people like you know like the character kind of stuff um I kind of just want to put me out there but obviously high up so that people kind of see me in that kind of sense um but it's trying to get that more and more into it because I mean from the rumble it was kind of because that was that was the debut the rumble um and I just went out I was so nervous the whole day I got to the venue and I was like oh no it's today I was like oh no (laughs) it's happening so there's me just pacing about but the good thing about rest zone as well as uh, the one thing i love is everyone's like a big family there like you know what i mean like um oh you know it's fine don't worry you've got this you wouldn't be here you know what i mean we didn't know you would go out there um so like a lot of guys helped me with the confidence kind of side um i mean i'll shout out a few people later on <laughs> but yeah the rumble was was the it was it was quite a experience because i i didn't think that was going to happen i i always presumed it would be galas would be the start that's what some people say isn't it they get the galas you start and then I remember I was just working one day and I got a message being like oh would you like to be in the rumble I'm like oh yeah <laughs> it's like yeah sure. why not um and then trying to scramble to get like gear and stuff like that is oh in Scotland it's it's hard like I ordered back in November and I only just got my trunks like a few weeks ago Jesus that's yeah I mean there's there's always used to be the Twitter call out for for gear makers. They'll get a quick turnaround, especially because I follow pretty much all the Scotch guys anyway. And yeah, it seems like there's loads of designers, loads yeah. of designers, but like no gear makers in Scotland. No. It seems so. It's it's just fine that. Um, okay, so talk about yeah. So when it comes to your your confidence and all that kind of thing, I don't know, I don't know if you ever seen Finding Dory, uh, the film. In the sequel, I, I like Nemo, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to invest too much in a sequel because sequel's right. always doing it. <laughs> okay, well, it's it's pretty good, but there's there's a moment where I'll I'll find the clip said to you. But there's a, a beluga whale. He's caught. He's he's voiced by Ty Burrell. He, he does Phil Dumphy in Modern Family, and it's just he tries to get confidence. I don't know why I explain this, but um, he tries to get confidence in in to do his his sonar call in the big finale, the third act, and he just makes the noise and just goes, "I feel stupid," and that's how I feel like. It is for wrestlers that are oh. not that confident where they do the big come on guys and then they go, Oh, why did I say that? I should uh-huh. say girls as well. I haven't been yeah. inclusive. I've overthought this. Oh no. And you've got a thousand questions going like should have done this, should have done that. It's like, oh no, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and then there's just one kid that's just took his hand to and you're like, Oh, okay, I'll just do that then. That's fine. High fives, <laughs> high fives all round. <laughs> so, so it's it's I I could do that. I I this is what this is the bit I could do. I could do it over Zoom. If we met in person, you'll we'll just be two very awkward people trying to make small talk, <laughs> which is not something we either of us could probably do. Um, which I, mean, I will say hi next time. I see, I'll, I'll be at Nations, so if I have seen, said hi to you, great. When this comes out, we may just be in a more awkward position where yeah. we haven't said hi to each other. We looked at each other across from the the venue and just went, just just a small yeah. nod. Yeah. That's the, the small <laughs> nod. That's what you need. Um, God, I, just, I was just saying I love going to wrestling earlier on, and I'm, now I'm just overthought it to the point of going, why do I go? It's horrible. Ah, <laughs> people. Uh, <laughs> but that wasn't your debut, though, in front of a wrestling crowd. 
Because no, you were technically not technically not no. No, you were at Christmas Chaos. Yeah, uh, in a, a very uh, high stakes night. Um, I can't remember if you were refereeing some particular controversial matches, but uh, you were. You were a referee for Christmas Chaos. Yeah, uh, I think it was, like, was it the Academy Show before that, or was it after that? Because I was refereeing was Academy after Show that. I think. I'm glad you remember these dates because I don't. <laughs> I'm just guessing. I'm hoping I'm right. Someone will correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> So refereeing, that's uh, a little bit of a different turn. Uh, was yeah. it just, again, was it just because Den- I think Dennis was, was away, which is good because he's, he's yeah. a terrible referee and shouldn't be wearing stripes. Um, but yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> love, love, love you, Dennis. <laughs> but yeah, so it was just a, a, out of the blue, you have to learn how to referee. Kind of, yeah. It was, um, I, I like to have that attitude where I'll help any way I can. So uh, I always said to the guys, like, if there's anything you need with shows, like, I'm always easy to help. Because obviously the trainees help with, uh, like, staffing and stuff like that. So my always attitude is, like, if there's anything you need, I'll try and help. Um, and I think it was before Christmas, I think it was Scott at the time was uh, saying that we need a referee. Would you, would you mind, like, being up for that? Would you mind, like, looking into it? Like, you know, we'll, we'll obviously teach you and stuff like that, like, what to look out for. And, and not to be, uh, not be like Dennis. Kidding. <laughs> um and I was like, yeah, I'll give that a go. I I, I thought more of the, the outlook of, that it probably helped me a lot with the confidence being in front of people as well. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I can use the referee to 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 gain the confidence for that as well. So started learning and training as well while learning how to wrestle as well to learn to referee. And it's, it's quite a good outlook to have as well because it just shows you so much more and things you don't realize. It's just one of those things where you have, to, you become more aware of what's happening in the ring. Because you have to position yourself so oh, everyone yeah. can do do what they need to do, and then timing as well. I suppose it helps with having to to keep to your time and all that kind of stuff. It's it's a fascinating thing. That I never I think the older I've gotten, I've, I've appreciate more how difficult that job is. Because uh, I mean, I, I don't think I can do any job in wrestling particularly. I'll do backstage <laughs> interviews. That's kind of my aim for wrestling. That's about it. Because mm. I don't do anything physical, but. Uh, when you look at refereeing more as, a, as an art, you're thinking, geez, there's actually a lot more to this than you think. Oh, 100%. When they first told me, I was like, oh, it'll be easy. Just count one to three. Oh, I was wrong. It was like, <laughs> you know, like you've got the cameras to look out for, so you can't be in front of the cameras. So you've got like a certain way to go around the ring. And it's a lot of cardio for a referee. Oh, my God. I thought wrestling was a lot of cardio. Referee, I give them credit. Like, no, it's a lot. And then you there's like certain things you have to look out for. Obviously, safety for the wrestlers, um, time and all that as well. So... Yeah, it is, it is quite a lot. Um, and I was quite, I don't think I was bad at Christmas, but I think there was like one or two matches. Um, I was really bad for like, it was when, the, I think it was when Vago and Dan came out at Station, I was refereeing their match. Oh. All right. Um, yeah, Dan and uh, Zach Dynamite, sorry. Well, maybe maybe cut that a bit. Um, well, his Twitter handle's Daniel ZD. Oh, so it's his own fault. God, to be honest, if people are, are good <laughs> sorry guys um god damn it um yeah i was refereeing their match and like i was getting so much into their music i was just head bombing i was like oh i'm a referee i can't i shouldn't really be doing this i'm just sitting there like yeah this is good music foundation music is one of the best themes like oh my god um and like sometimes you as a referee like for me i dennis and mike probably don't do this but for me it was like um it was hard to focus a lot as well because like when you've got really good matches you're like oh this is a really good match because you're a fan at heart then it's like, oh, I, I actually need to be refereeing, not just enjoying the match as well. So it's trying to get the 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 equal level of like enjoying it, but obviously working and ensuring all these other things as well. 
So anyone who's got a station hotel uh, showdown DVD, go check and see if we can spot. You see me head back. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, I've, I've, again, I've been around the block a few times now with Scottish wrestling shows, and I've seen some really bad refereeing. I've seen some really good refereeing, so I don't think you had anything to worry about referee wise because it was fine. But what I'm getting from from our chat so far is is you are you overthink it so that's kind yeah, of yeah. so and it, and it like you probably look back at the footage and you you haven't moved your head at all probably not though, in yeah. your head you've you've went yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the whole time <laughs> so, but i know exactly what you mean because when, when i get photos done with wrestlers i know we're awkward people here um i go in my head i'm going oh, i've got a big smile on my face oh i'm <laughs> loving this and i check the photo and go were you happy to be here why have I come to wrestling? I clearly don't enjoy it. Look at my face. Uh, but it's, it's yeah, it's it's just one of those one of those things for your life. And I'm glad that therapy's helped you with that with that kind of thing. And, and, and the wrestling's also helping with your confidence as well. Uh, but yeah, it's just one of those the, the brain tricks you into thinking you're doing something wild and you're oh, just yeah. not. You're stone faced and just <laughs> looking looking like you don't want to be there at all um right so we've got loads of questions then most of them from kirsten because uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> of course did, i suggested you to be on the podcast uh the first one is because we're kind of in that kind of area is uh how did it feel when you debuted so we'll go for the rumble you talked about okay. it you talked about it that but how did you feel once you actually got out there and you got to be oliver green properly for the first time it was amazing but very nervous i was pacing uh like the whole day and then when the event started i was fine and i kept saying to a few of the guys I was like i don't know if i'm okay because i feel okay now and they're like what i was like i, I don't know if i should be all right because i'm not nervous and they're like that's fine and then it was like um when the, the countdown started i was like oh no i have to actually go out now like oh no um and like my music didn't play for like a few seconds so in my head i'm like oh these people are waiting like 20 minutes for my music and it's not hitting and obviously it's not 20 minutes it's like i look back and i'm like it wasn't even that long i was like oh i'm an idiot um because my song had like quite a long intro which i didn't realize at first um i should have cut it um which i have now um so i got i got like a custom hoodie made and everything because i didn't have like um my custom gear so uh, i just got like i think i ordered like uh, it's like black and white gear the ones that i wear now um because i was like that's something different it might stand out a bit and I was like, how can I get my name out there without having it on my trunks? Because it's quite a hard thing to, because, you know, people are not going to really remember a guy in white and black trunks. So it's like, oh, if I have a cool, fancy hoodie, maybe they'll be like, oh, do you remember the guy with the fancy hoodie, you know, trying to stick out a little bit? Um, but because my music wasn't playing and I was like, oh, God, they're going to be waiting ages. And I'm like, I should be out there. I As soon as I got out of the car, I just took the hoodie off. I'm like, no one saw it. I don't think anyone saw it. <laughs> And the guys read me for it. They're like, you went out there and just took it straight off and no one saw it. I was like, I know, I know. Um, but it, it was weird because, like, it's, as soon as I went to the current, I was like, oh, God, I don't know if I can do this. And then, like, a few of the guys, like, yeah, like were just like, no, no, you've got this. Like, just have fun. Do your bit. Like, you, you're good for it. So just go out and have fun. As soon as I got out of the current, I kind of just, like, I think I lay off, like, a big, everyone does it. Like, you know, like, come on. And then got in the ring and just had fun. It was, as soon as I got in the ring, it just, it just changes. It's like, this is this is who Oliver Green is. So you know, so this show the show these people what I'm about. I like that you said that you you're you're you got especially a custom hoodie made so people remember your look. Like you're not going out with an armpit tattoo. 
Like, yeah. Because <laughs> that's the bit. As soon as I saw your your promo pick, of course you had to show it off in your in your match, yeah. your graphic for Regal Rubble. Because if I've went through that, I've shown it to everyone. I'll wear I'll wear vests constantly because ah. Um, so Callum's asked a question about it, and because oh, I'm curious about, because I've got a few tattoos, um, most of my arms because they don't hurt. Um, well, <laughs> don't hurt as much. It's just put armpit tattoo. Just why? Why not? So, <laughs> why not? <laughs> damn, you've you've evaded my question very well no, there. No, no. So I don't have um, to come back to that. <laughs> so I only ever wanted like one tattoo, and that was the the wolf one that I've got here. Yeah, like that's kind of hard to show on camera, but my wolf yeah. on my left arm. Um, so that was the only tattoo I really wanted, but you'll probably know yourself as soon as you get one, you're gonna have many more. So, yeah. um, I wanted something, I just wanted a big tattoo, and I was like, oh, well, not many people get armpits. I was like, that could be quite cool. So, I was like, oh, I get it. So, I wanted my ribs done anyway, uh, and I thought, well, it'd be a nice idea to like attach my ribs to armpit to arm because eventually I want to get my arm done as well, so it's all one big connection. Um, right. I was like, I'll get that done. And then while I was doing the promo photos, I was like trying to figure out a post. I was like, oh, armpit tattoo. Everyone will always ask about the armpit tattoo. I was like, I know for a fact people will be like, what? Why have you got an armpit tattoo? Um, so I when I put it on my like my my page and people saw it, um, like all my friends were like, why have you got an armpit tattoo? And I'm like, why not? But I loved how so many people get so like, oh, why is it so weird? Because it just looks painful. <laughs> You'd I be just... surprised. It's <laughs> not painful. All right. If anything, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> my wrist hurt worse than my armpit, and my spine hurt less than the armpit. So I'd, I'm trying to think how I would describe. It. I'd say wrist hurt the worst, and then ribs are probably the worst two I've had. Uh, I'll I'll give you on, on wrist. I because I got my well, I got the, the Hardy Boys tattoo the, there, and it was fine all the way down. Ace, ace. It got to just that bit. <laughs> it was like, oh my god, this is the most intense pain of my life. How is this hurting so much? And then it was gone. Like, yeah, it's it, should, it doesn't make sense how how that bit hurts the most in that in that situation. You would think I learned my lesson because I got this one was my first. And he colored this in, and it wasn't too bad. And then as soon as he did this side, I was like, oh, he's like, you okay? I was like, that hurts. He's like, yeah, it's a wrist. I was like, didn't this one didn't hurt? What have you done differently? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. But I think I think the older you get as well because the last one I got was my, my lucha mask. Oh, I, I had to lie down for it, and rest of my sat up the whole time. I didn't lie down for that one. I thought, I'm going to pass out here. I've never passed out a tattoo. And I was just lying down going, God. yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. I think and, it's with like certain uh, ways they lie you up and down. Because when I got, I got like four in the same session. Because I usually do day sits with like seven hours. Because I'd rather just get as many as I can. And it's right. cheaper. It works out cheaper and you get free food. Free food. Who doesn't like free ah, food? Good to know. They buy you like a bunch of stuff. I'm like, that's why South Street electrical tattoo, a little, little pop there. But yeah, definitely. They're really good for tattoos. That's the only place I go. Um, I use uh, Anna. Um, used to be Anna McCab tattoo. Used to be called. Used to be in Lossy, but they're based oh. above Bliss now, and she's done most of my tattoos now because she's very, very cheap. To be honest, she's yeah. good, well, she does a good job, but she's well priced at the same time. Yeah, that's the thing with like like living price. Everything's starting to go up again. You're like, oh, can I really afford this tire? It's like, yeah, of course I can. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I've, I've, I've booked in uh, another ma- lucha mask but it's like jack skeleton design that's the my thought anyway because my son's called jack so i thought uh, that's his kind of that's my tribute to him without having to put his name or anything just in case he doesn't like it that's a change it in the future or yeah. he decides he doesn't want to be a jack anymore so uh yeah i booked it in i thought 
oh no, I've got four months to save for this. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so it's just fascinating to look at because when I see guys like Roman Reigns, he's got the big tattoos all the way up here. Back, yeah, the tribal and, one, yeah. And then missing this big bit here. I'm like, wow, well, if he's, not, miss it. If he's not good at it. Does that mean I'm the new tribal chief then? If I'm actually got what? the right bit. <laughs> You've got a better pain threshold than Roman Reigns. I think that we can say that. <laughs> but, but, um, it's always good if they have stories. So, I mean, a lot of people always say like titles always should have meanings and stuff, but mm-hmm. have to. I mean, most of mine do. Some of them don't. Like the wolf one's mainly about like my personal life. Um, the arrow is for my cat. He's called Arrow. Uh, the green arrow. It's a fun, fun name. Surprised he's not actually jumped on the laptop because I was doing my coursework last night and the amount of times he would just jump on my laptop. Fun. Yeah, um, well, also, me and Seth Rollins have a similar tattoo, which I'm very annoyed at, and I did not realize the spine tattoo. Well, we have clearly, like, so clearly, your favorite wrestler, Seth Rollins, because you got a tattoo just like him. No, no. So, um, it's the Samurai Code, which is the same kind of tattoo, but for Japanese writing, there's different symbols mean the same thing. So it's similar, but there's different symbols. Which right. when I found out, I was like, God damn it! People are gonna be like, Oh, he's a Seth Rollins fan. He's definitely a Seth Rollins fan. It's like. I do like Seth Rollins, but he's not my favorite wrestler. I was like, God damn it, people are going to think that. I'm like, no. <laughs> terrible, terrible. Um, I, I mean, tattoo, you see, uh, this is just absolutely uh, off topic here, but you see that uh, Randy Orton got sued, or 2K got sued for using Randy Orton's tattoos by the tattoo yeah. artist. That's wild. Just a fun fact to, to throw out there. Oh, it's just a weird thing. I mean, I, I'd be screwed because I've got what, uh, Mankind Mask, Deadpool. <laughs> Spider-Man, all sorts of stuff that would definitely just be blurs if I ever make it into a video game. Different colors, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very basic. I, I I see all these cool tattoos, like when you've got like the wolf and all that kind of stuff, and I look at it going, no, I'd rather have like a big tree that looks like Groot instead. Yeah. That, <laughs> that sounds more fun to me. But I mean, um, I do actually have a meme tattoo that people don't realize. And it's quite an embarrassing one, but I love the title because it's always funny. So I've actually, do you remember when Ugandan Knuckles was like a meme? Yes. yes. I've uh, my ankle. <laughs> yeah, it always it always pops me when I show them. They're like, no, you don't. I was like, I do. And then boom. It's like, oh no, he actually does have it. That's that's great though. I mean, but my what I kind of regret is I've got a tattoo that says puzzles. Puzzles. And, and it's a, just a one joke from How I Met Your Mother. Just one joke, and it always makes me laugh. And it's the get drunk and going, we should get a bar. You know what we should call the bar? Puzzles. Why? <laughs> that's the puzzle. That's the joke. And Amazing. I love it. And so that's why I've got puzzles written on me because it just that joke always just kills me every time I see it. Um we have we have we have went off topic really quickly. And I warned you about this. I talked That's all right. That's just that's just a wrestle that's just a wrestle zone interview. This is what happens. Uh, as long as it's not a Scottish Swift one. But. I will quickly say, as you asked about tattoos, it is not a uh, Ultimate Warrior one on my side. It's actually from a TV show called The One Hundred. One of the best. All oh, right. Really good TV show. I didn't know the Ultimate Warrior was in it, but okay. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> you said this. <laughs> um, so we've got loads of questions on on Twitter, but like I say, I don't. I, I love tangents anyway because I, I have like three notes and that's it tattoo <laughs> referee debut that's about nice. all i've got about my, my list here um, <laughs> but uh it can't be any worse than scotty swift with, with our two and a half hour three hour uh sessions so 
we'll uh we'll go to the questions let's just get there um okay so kirsten's got loads so we'll just go with them uh that's i'll wait finish with that one actually who'd win oh right okay who'd win the race you're you're tommy why is it tommy right okay we had this debate ages ago and tommy actually accidentally said oh you'd win oh i meant me and i was like oh so it's been a running joke. Oh, I'd win the race then. If you, you know, you're supposed to be lightning fast, and you've said I would win. So what does that make me? Hmm. But yeah, we definitely need to do the race. I feel like we're quite equal. I'm quite fast, but he's probably faster. He's lightning, so yeah. So well, he's also chimed in with when should we schedule our race? And I think it ended up starting a Duffy uh, <laughs> Park uh, open day possibility. So by the time this, I don't know when Duffy Park is for the galas. So. It could have already happened by the time that this episode goes out, and we'll we'll finally know the winner of uh, who's fastest. But I think it would um, be more interesting if we had Thunder versus Lightning, because then what is faster, Thunder or Lightning? Because OG, OG Oliver Green's not really a weather, or <laughs> so. I felt really bad for for Thunder there because I just went, well, clearly Thunder's not going to win a race. You never but, know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Yeah, we could have stipulations like um, egg on a spoon or something. Give him a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Blue Thunder's great at Egg and Spoon Race. I don't know why. I just get a feeling he's, he's kind of he's yeah. balanced going, going on there. Um, <laughs> so, sorry, Thunder, for, for that. Although I'm still pulling for you and him and uh, well, Thunder and, and Raiden to team up at some point because I need, I need yes. my Thunder and Lightning. That needs to happen at some point uh, in my life. Um, even though I, I think I had you and him, Thunder, my, my uh, predictions, predicted card for Avianarchy. This past year, before Adam did one, and I just thought I'll take mine down. But I had uh, you, Tommy, and, and Thunder in a, in a trio, just was... because of color, just because of colors. Yeah, oh. that was that was it. Blue, <laughs> green, and yellow. Yeah. I was like, ah, Power Rangers. Why not? We'll find pink. Yeah, Aspen. He can he can do the pre-show as well. He could be pink. Oh, and, uh, oh no, who's that? Leave black. I don't know. Orange Ranger Ted could do it. Yeah, um, yeah there you go. <laughs> Oh, Ted doesn't like me anyway, it's fine. Um, okay, so... like Ted doesn't like anyone. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's good. I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm not alone then. Gerson um, has also asked, uh, what would be your dream match? Oh. Are we talking like within WrestleZone or are we talking about anywhere? Um, that's quite a hard A couple one. of names. Go, go, who would you like to face? Uh, well, she's also asked about uh, see yourself in one year, five year, ten years. So we'll kind of use the same thing with this one. Um, so yeah, in WrestleZone, say that's your first year. UK five, ten years beyond. So okay, uh, with WrestleZone, I'd love to step in the ring with anyone because um, it's it's always a learning curve. I mean, I'm still quite brand new to it, so every experience is a learning experience. So to get in the ring with any of them, any of the guys, is always learning. Um, if I had to pick, like, if I had to pick three, I would say Zach Dynamite speaks for itself the sky's on a different level like um i'd definitely say zach um i would like to say foundation boys in a tag match mean tommy versus the foundation boys that'd be good um picking a third that's hard i could say anyone i, I mean ronan i'd love to kick him again yeah uh, some of you and ronan probably be quite good on a, on a main show not a gala one but like a uh, with a, a crowd that's in tune with both the characters, I think that would probably be a good, a good match. He's just got a nice face that you just want to hit, you know. So, Ronan's definitely there. Uh, I'd love to face he, Connor, Connor Malone. He will, I'm just gonna say he will only hear the first part of that 
which is oh. you said he has a nice face. He will ignore yeah. the latter half of, of the battering bit. But then, yeah, Conor Malloy, absolutely. Conor Malloy, yeah, that guy's on another level as well. Um, the speed and stuff like that it would be a good test and learn a lot from him as well. So um, a wild one as well, Dawkins. I'd love to get in the ring with Dawkins. That's Shakespeare stuff. <laughs> um, same with Tucker. I'd love to get in the ring with Tucker. Just anyone, really. Like, yeah, that's I think it would just be everyone, you know. Like, even the bigger guys like Brad, um, Dino, Murphy, just anyone. Because yeah, you can always learn some different stuff, and it would be nice to show to people that, I could, I, you know, I've got a bit of fight to any. I can adapt to different things and mm-hmm. give something out there, you know. Absolutely. And uh, anyone UKY that you've you've seen on YouTube or, or want to see, or, or or just anyone else outside of the bubble, outside of UK. Um, um, AW, WWE, New Japan. I don't know what your interest is that way. I'd love to get in the ring with like TMDK. Like, they're like my favorite wrestler. So Shane Thorne is a big, is like my favorite wrestler. So I'd love, always love to get in the ring with him. Um, the Slapjack. Yeah. Slap- yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, that would always be a name. I mean, we talk about the UK, like out there as well. I think um, Johnny Gargano. Adam Cole, they're always big names, but I mean, that's very hypothetical. Um, but with like um, Looking Sharp, that's a guy I'd love to get oh, in the ring with. I watched yes. some of his stuff in wrestling. I'd love to get in the ring with him. Um, I feel like I could learn a lot from him, you know, a smaller guy, and he's he's got such a big presence in the ring, and that would be quite a good way to learn. Um, Absolutely. I, 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 I just saw wrestle this past weekend against uh, Taylor Bryden, and oh my, it was just phenomenal. Both of them as well. It was just it's one of those shows that it was so different to everything else on the show, but it was so great at the same time. Looking Sharp, for me, is probably one of the best wrestlers, all-rounders in the country yeah. at the moment. He's just phenomenal. Watch some of his older wrestling stuff and your mum's favorite wrestler. Amazing. Absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. <laughs> I mean, you've, you've probably seen the story if, if you have listened to some of his podcasts, but the fact that the first time I, my wife saw him, I, I was like, oh, he will shout at you. It'll be fine. Nobody will shout at you. No. First match out, Lou came out and went, she fancies me. She's like, oh, no. <laughs> Amazing. I was nice. like, yeah. And ever since, had a wee soft spot for Luke King Sharp just for that moment. But um, absolutely. Luke King Sharp and Oliver Green, I, I'm, I'm for it. I'm, I'm all yeah. for it now. Um, so we'll do the, fight, the long-term goal thing at the end, though, because that seems like a nice finishing off kind of question. Um, three match, so we've done that. Kirsten just asking for OG merch. So... Oh. <laughs> You've got your logo for your obviously for your custom hoodie that nobody saw. But ideas. I've got the t-shirt that I wear. Um I was planning on looking at that, but I'd rather wait till I'm a bit more established, like mm-hmm. you know, a bit more polished up before I start doing merch. Because you never want to be too early because then it just looks a bit, you know, maybe if you've not had many matches and you put out merch, it's gonna look a bit more. Mm-hmm. You know. Um I've got the towel idea. I mean that was an idea I got from like Shane Thorne. I thought that was a really good idea because I was like, how can I get my name and my logos out there without having it on trunks and stuff like that? Because obviously I don't have the custom trunks because they were waiting too long. I remember watching some of his old matches. I was like, that's a good idea. He's got a towel and he's got like, I think he had like his name on it or something. And I was like, that could be an idea. I could change it into my own way because you never want to copy someone. You want to <laughs> adapt it and change it. So it's something new. So that, that could be an idea. Um, so I always thought about like, you know, like little towels. Could maybe do something like that, but I'm not too sure. There's plenty of things you could do, I suppose, like that, like uh, wristbands. You get, I don't know if the yeah. if the 
silicon wristbands are still cool. I've still got my WrestleZone one, but I don't know if the uh, you've got the, those kind of things. Um, I've still got a Bingo Balance sweatband somewhere, so that, that kind of thing. Would you I'm go for just, a whole? A whole John's... Really good idea. So I yeah. could uh, stick on tattoos for your armpit. There you go. Look at that. <laughs> there you go. You see the 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 John Cena uh, like uh, body suits you throw over the top of you for kids. Just get some of them. Draw oh your tattoo God, on yes. the side. There you go. Just with, with everyone the last muscles. Be, everyone can be all over green. This is this is this is it. Podcast is over. We're we're doing brainstorming for merch. Um, yeah. <laughs> speaking of of of, of uh, the towels and that, would you go for the John Cena kind of big? Uh, watch too much of SW review. Don't call it what they call it. Um, Towel, rally towel. That's it, rally towel. Uh, would you go for that with a big design, or just just keep it simple? Just have OG Oliver Green just on the on the. Uh, and keep it simple. Trim. You don't want to complex it too much. Um, so I think just the wolf and like the OG name. Um, although the other one I've got is like because uh, I one of the galas like a lot of people were chanting Ollie, and I was like, oh, that's quite a cool little nickname that I can put on a towel or something. So like you know, like Ollie, 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 the, the kind of chants that people usually do. So I was like, oh, that, if that works. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's, that's, that's not a gallon. I was like, oh, I can use that. That's fine. That's cool. A little bit of Ollie, Ollie, Ollie. Ollie, Ollie. That's, that's it. That's, that's yeah. great. We've, we've, well, I might not put this out. This is all stuff that you, we could probably, people might steal. This is just... Yeah, don't steal it. It's <laughs> great. This is all gold. <laughs> Another question we have coming in is Ronan King with the, just simply said, how did this feel? And, you know, it's not a very nice face that he's got in that particular picture. No. As he's stacked you and Tommy Raiden, uh, and <laughs> in, in a little, in a little gala day stack there. Um, gonna guess it didn't feel good. No, did not no. feel nice at all. No, no. And Curse has also added, "When are you gonna beat him up?" So, hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. <laughs> um. Hopefully soon. So, so like, like I said, at the start. We're putting out this episode like two weeks after Battle of Nations, so I have no idea if you've got a match yet. Um. And of course, I don't think you want to spoil it because this will go out of Patreon first, so there'll be spoilers. Uh, so I assume I'm just going to throw out well done, you and Tommy, for beating the outfit. Uh, congratulations. Uh, I assume that's who's left, who hasn't been on the card that will be on it. Um, well done. Or if you lost, commiserations, delete as appropriate. Uh, but it must be cool, though. Station Hotel, one of the first, one of the first, it was the second venue you refereed in, and now you're actually going to be wrestling in it. Uh, yeah, um, one of my friends sent me a phone. It was because um, it was was it because it was Dainston was Dainston the... was uh, chaos. Yeah, yeah, and then there was a picture of me referee, and then there was a picture of the Rumble. No, the Rumble was the other venue to ignore me. Pearl. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I think yeah. like Anarchy was in the Dainston, so it was quite cool to see like. You know, like my first big show compared to referee was in the same kind of venue. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's that's probably better comparison for me going station oh, hotel. Your second <laughs> one to to, yeah. to station hotel now, uh, because we actually speak about your match at Abergnanarchy. Not we can't speak about Battle Nations. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that must have been pretty cool. Though. So you, did, you had your your first referee in, and then you were in the pre-show. But if anyone goes to VIP section of WrestleZone now, no. There's only like two extra people that come in, so it is pretty much a full crowd when you when you're in the pre-show. So that's a, probably the biggest crowd you've been in front of, like of wrestling yeah. fans. Uh, I would say at that point against yeah. Ted O'Keefe. 
yeah. ever popular Ted O'Keefe. Um, <laughs> feel shame, but I really have nothing against him now. It's just fair, more he, fun. Did get a, he did get a really good uh, reaction at the Rumble, so you know. I know. Irritated <laughs> me greatly when he came out and he got cheered. I was like, no, he blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> don't cheer this man. Uh, but yeah, um, I, I don't dislike you, Ted. I just find it more fun for me to say I do. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you got to have your, your, your first singles match, your first proper singles match, or were you training academy singles? or An academy. So that was against Chris Archer, was the training academy one. So oh, that, yeah. was, that was a whole different experience as well, if you want to go into that, if you've got time. Um, yes, absolutely. We, First were singles match then? Yeah, were you there for the Academy show? No. I was not. I haven't been to the Academy yet. That's the one that always seems to be elusive uh, for, for me. It's interesting to see a show in the Academy. It's always it's always interesting. I'm always like, oh, this is this is different. Um, yeah, it was it was it was an experience. So I was I was nervous. I don't know why. I was more nervous in front of a smaller crowd than a bigger crowd. Pardon me. It sounds really silly. I don't know why. I think with a smaller you can crowd, see their faces. You can see all of them, maybe. Maybe and like if if because a bigger crowd is always going to make noise. So when a smaller crowd doesn't make noise, you're like, oh no, what's going on here? I can hear myself think this is not good. Um, it was a good little match. Um, I wasn't expecting to get hit with a chair though. So the archery, you know, you're on my list. So hopefully we can sell things again. So, but yeah, that was an experience. And then got attacked with a chair afterwards. That was not fun. Um, that screwed up my knee for a few weeks. So that that was off gym. And then obviously the Anarchy match has had the knee the knee thing on. So that was that was interesting. Uh, and the sharpshooter that that was your downfall as well, which is not great on the knees. Yeah, yeah. it was the more of the drop kick as well. As soon as he hit that drop kick to the knee and then locked in, I'm like, oh no. I'd rather not have my, you know, it's it's always safer not to get your leg broken. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, tapping out, but save save the leg, you know. Absolutely, it's, it's better to like I say to to be healthy than uh, hold on too long and try to be a hero. Uh, as someone who's who's a a fan of of Green Arrow, then yeah, must just just it must be a little bit of a like a nerdy party going, huh? Could against Archer. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I, bet, I bet that lasted until he started hitting you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, god damn it. Um, but no, Chris Archer is really good. I, I actually enjoyed that match. It's a good small match. It helped build the confidence up for a bigger show like, you know, like Anarchy itself. Um, surprisingly, that was the show that kind of my confidence came up to a good level where it's like, go to the venue and not be nervous and not be stressing the whole day i can actually enjoy just going to the venue and chilling before the event starts so i think like even with like the academy always been worried for like things like the rumble and the academy it kind of helped when i got to anarchy and it's like oh even though even though you still had the thing in the back head like oh this is the big show this is you know you're on first you need to you don't want to you don't want to put on a stinker if you're on first because you're setting up the rest of the night kind of thing yeah absolutely so, and, and like I say, it's not like it's it's just a couple people it's not like first couple of rows that are vip it's you're still in front of pretty much a whole crowd. So yeah. if you screw up the first, not that I'm putting any additional pressure on you, but if you screw up the first match, it ruins the night kind of thing. Yeah. Like everyone else has to try and claw back your your problem, your uh, mistake. Yeah, um, well, after, yeah, because I try and look at it like this different perspective as well. It's like um, as a performer, what do you want to get across? But also as a, you know, as a fan, what do you want to see? What would the fans want? So you want to try and get mm-hmm. a good level of that. Um 
but from going to the rumble with like no crowd reaction because obviously no one no 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 one who's knows who you are when mm -hmm. you know you're just a referee oh who's this guy and then going to the academy show with like a few people cheering me, i'm like oh this is really weird people are cheering me i must be doing something right but they must have liked me a little bit that's cool but my oh god i i get ripped for this all the time my academy entrance the worst thing ever the worst thing i came out so awkwardly it was like no one put their hands out or anything like that which is fine you know i never want to beg for sorry i never put my hand out first but it was like they were cheering but then it was like there was nothing i was like how do i get past all these people so i was kind of just like trying to get past these people like this looks so awkward i was like oh no Oh, no. excuse so, me sir excuse me excuse, could you yeah, stand sorry, up please? I just get past yeah not even like come on like i was just like oh no I, I was a nervous wreck that day that was not one of my brightest days um and then going to like oh panic. no i'm i'm actually gutted now oh no mm -hmm. what were you saying i was gonna say i'm, I'm, I'm gutted that they don't put the 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 cadby shows out on video now for me to video thank god on youtube <laughs> or or uh on video god uh d or dvd but uh anyway right you're saying that started so well with the rumble it was kind of like the quick you know because the rumble entrance is only a few seconds so blah, 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 it's fine and then the carry is so awkward but then with the anarchy entrance that kind of helped a lot because i was more comfortable confident so i went out there and it was really weird like i was getting claps and everything before i even came out i was like what this is this is interesting uh the crowd was awesome though i, I was not expecting that for like a you, you watch other places and like vip matches can be very quiet and stuff like that but the crowd was I was very happy with that. I, I was trying not to smile so many times, like, oh no. <laughs> um, but no, it was a nice, it was a good match. I was very pleased with the match with Ted. Uh, shame I didn't win. Very close though. Yeah. Very but, cool. Yeah, very happy with that. I think I think we did we did good for what we needed to do. And then the rest of the cards was fine. Yeah. I thought it was a really good show. It was it was cool to because I watched last anarchy, I was in the crowd. And then to be actually competing in the pre-show. I thought that was really cool. I was like, that's that's awesome. That's it. It's, it's that's why I kind of I, I, I speak to Tommy. I was like, I can't believe he went from the 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 show straight onto the main card, and I was like, that's 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 a really big thing. And, and the fact that you're even on the pre-show, especially because because it's pretty much a, a whole crowd, as I've, I've said several times, it, yeah. it's still a lot of confidence because they could have just went right, not this year, kid. We've got yeah. Um, like I'm, I'm, I'm pretending William Sturt, well, Bill's but in the back, like a grizzled vet, <laughs> just going not this year, kid, <laughs> uh, kind of thing. But well, uh, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been like, ups I mean, it's always nice to be included, but like I wasn't expected, I wasn't expecting to be on Anarchy. And then when I found out, I was like, oh, this is cool, this is a good opportunity, which was nice. It's like always thankful for them giving me the opportunity, like any opportunity, I'll happily take. Um, but it was just nice to to get trusted to be like, oh. We're going to put you in the VIP. Because some people might look at a VIP and be like, oh, it's just a VIP. But then if you really think about it and look at it, you're out, you're out there first. You're setting the tone. So you've actually got quite a bit of responsibility because the last thing you want to do is mess up and put your stinker on and then ruin the night, you know? That's so it. trying to... Yeah, that's, that's the most, two most important matches are the, are the last and the first. That's that's the most important matches on a show. So you were trusted enough to do that. and yeah. Like I said, it was a great match. I, I enjoyed it. So, what? Well, if, if, if I enjoyed it, that's the most important thing to me. That's that. As long as people are having a good time, that, that's the main thing I want from from a crowd. As long as they're having a good time, even if I'm getting beat up, if you're, as long as you're enjoying it. Maybe I'm not, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we've got one. We've got our two silly questions, and then we'll we'll end with the nice philosophical one that Kirsten sent in. Um, as you're aware, we ask two silly questions to everyone. 
Uh, yeah. this, this is coming off the back of this morning. I was speaking to Joey Legend and asked him these two questions because I have no shame uh, for, for, for this. And plus, you can't hit me. Um, Bodo in the fight, two sheep or one cow? Ooh, I say the two sheep. They've got the numbers advantage. Good answer. He said one cow. Joey Ledge is wrong. Right. Uh, so another, <laughs> other one is, what's your favourite dinosaur? Favourite dinosaur. Okay, I'm going to go on a limb here and say Grimlock. It's a Transformer dinosaur. Oh, um, Beast Wars. No, no, no. He's just from G1 or like a different... Right. Um, I wasn't really a Beast Wars fan. I'm not going to lie. I was more of a G1 and uh. then the newer version. Not Michael, Michael Bay films were okay, but he didn't. Really, I feel like I'm going to get in a tangent again, but I feel like Michael Bay just didn't understand what the fans wanted. I mean, fair enough, like people do different spins on things, but bring all these characters and just kill them straight off. I'm like, it's not, this is not what Transformers fans want to see. You bring in Jazz in the first film, spoilers, but bring in Jazz for the first film and kill them off halfway during the film. Like, it's one of the most beloved characters. What are you doing? I feel like Idiot. we may have a, a, a movie uh, edition at some point. I've done ones with Aust- by Austin Powers and Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I may need to actually watch Transformer films. And we, we, I think you have some strong opinions. On Dude, not watch 4 and 5. 4 and 5, my God. Good, nice design. Oh, there's, there's 4 and 5? Oh, my God. There's 5 yeah. Michael Bay ones, then there's 2 and newer ones, which are a lot better. Watch Bumblebee and uh, Rise of the Beast. Really good films. Really good films. Rise of the Beast, Beast Wars. I'll be kind of all over that. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that, that was me. I had I had one Transformer. I remember it. It was uh, um, oh, what's it called? Meg- Megatron. It was Megatron, but he was Megatron. a big pink dinosaur. Yeah, that was the um, Sports version. Yeah, God, that was amazing. Um, <laughs> no, that again, not sure my age or anything. So, <laughs> last question we'll ask before we I'll, I'll let you go. And uh, I am definitely not at my work station. Supposed to be doing work. Uh, where do you see yourself in one or five or ten years time within wrestling? And with that, if you don't want to schedule dates and years, do you have any long-term goals or plans within wrestling? Oof, that's, that's a big question. Um, a five and ten years. Yeah. Ten years. Uh, I'd say within the one year, I just want to try and get as much experience as I can because obviously you're still in the rookie year, so trying to get as much experience as I can. Um, get in a little bit better shape because I put on the weight and stuff like that, but... Uh, I used to get bullied for like being fat. I never was really fat, but so it's always one of those conscious things where it's like, oh, if I got a belly, you know, you always want to try and look in good shape. Um, uh, some of the guys have helped me with like nutrition ideas and stuff. Uh, like Ryan, uh, Ryan was really good for that. Ryan Riley. So shout out to coach. <laughs> um, he also helped me a lot as well. So I have inspired to, you. Yeah. He, you know, he is actually inspirational. So <laughs> he helped a lot with my training as well. So him, him and Scott were, well, I mean, everyone helped out, but um the main two that like really pushed me and took a lot of extra time to help me with them too but i mean everyone helped so thank you to everyone but um yeah ryan helped a lot with uh, like nutrition ideas and like uh, gym advice because i was doing workouts but i wasn't really getting much um progress so he gave me some ideas with nutrition and uh gym stuff so i'm hoping to try and get focused on that get the body in a bit better shape um I always like I always like the idea if if you if you're if you're being something like a wrestler then you should look like a wrestler. So, but then there's always there's different looks to wrestlers. Um, so you know, not everyone's going to be six foot eight, two hundred forty pounds. I would not be I would not suit being two hundred forty pounds. I'm not going to be two hundred forty pounds, but just a little bit bigger and a bit more toned. I think that would 
help my look. Um, but within the year, just as much experience as I can. Um, not really much goals in a year, just just as much experience and get get the more confidence as I can. Uh, I would say for the first year, I don't want to put too much pressure on myself and be like, oh, like a ladder match or something like this. You know, you don't want to do that. Uh, five years. Oof. Five years. I would like five years. It's like it's either a really short time or a really long time. It's it's like there's it's that weird kind of middle ground of time. uh, within five years i mean i would like to i like to think that i could hopefully when i'm up to the level and stuff like that i could maybe branch out to other places and have a look you know wrestle some other guys that aren't over this way maybe even abroad i'm always up to the idea um if i wrestle some guys like luke ing sharp and that you know i'd always love to try and get over there um maybe some other promotions but I mean, wrestling's my home, so that's always going to be a priority, but uh, I wouldn't mind branching out and having a look at, like, I know some of the other guys have done it, so, like, CPW. Um, yeah, um, or even Iron Girders, that's always interesting to me, so mm-hmm. wouldn't mind branching out. Iron Girders. Yeah, Iron Girders is definitely one of those companies where I, I, I'm very much keeping an eye on kind of thing. It's like, there's there's something quite special going on down there that I'm very interested in seeing. I would love to see some of their guys come up here, like you yeah. and Tommy against Casino Brutal or something. something I think there they would be some, there's some definitely some interesting crossovers. We could I would love to see between those two companies. Yeah. Um, so ten years, we'll say ten years is your peak kind of thing. I would. Okay. So where 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 would you want to go? Would, would it be an AEW if they're still around? Would it be a New Japan or would it be a? Uh, a WWE if they came calling NXT Europe. Um, I mean, it might like, be set up by then. Yeah, if the bigger things like happen, like WWE and AEW, I mean, I would take any opportunity. Uh, so I think any opportunity is always a good opportunity, as long as it's right. Um, but mainly just, my main goal is to just always have fun and put out a good product. And I think Japan, I would love to go to Japan and wrestle. I think that'd be great. That's like my main goal, is to go to Japan. I would love to do that. But if like WWE and anything else came calling in yeah but i don't want to like put too much pressure on myself my main thing is just have fun and do a good job hopefully <laughs> i would say um yeah that's as long as you're happy and healthy mentally and physically then yeah just that's it yeah i want to i want to try explore different things as well so like different like different maybe different characters and stuff like that as well always a good change up things speaking of that we do have one last question that i almost forgot it's from reese dawkins and he is uh, speaking of character changes. Are you Mr. WrestleZone? Maybe. Oh, Maybe. <laughs> oh Reese, that's uh, that's a that's a damn shame that Battle Nations has already passed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you to be sitting in the toilet for twenty minutes to interrogate me to ask me if I was Mr. WrestleZone. Fool! I've trained with him, so no. <laughs> that, that could be an actor. I don't know. Mr. WrestleZone, Mr. Able, hope. I'm kind of hoping it never gets solved, but uh, we'll, we'll see if yeah. I doubt. Uh, but oh, thank you very much for taking the time to speak to me. Uh, uh, won't Anytime, thank you. Any longer, because uh, not just for your time, but also I should probably do some work today. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> okay, we'll leave the rest of it. Where can people find you? Where Where's your social handles? Obviously, I don't want your, your actual address. Uh, where can people find out more about <laughs> Oliver Green? So Facebook, just Oliver Green. Um, rest won't tag me and the stuff, so you'll find me that way. Um, Twitter or is it X now? 
It's X or I don't know. It's still Twitter.com oh. as of recording. So it could be X.com. If, I hope it's not X.com because that'll, that'll hurt a lot of people's search bars. Look, do not look for me on those websites. <laughs> um, Twitter and Insta is pretty much the same. It's uh, OG underscore Oliver underscore Green. Excellent. Well, perfect. Well, thank you very much for spending time with me. Always, and uh, look forward to see you uh, on Saturday. And yep. uh, probably in Virudio will be after that. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting lost in, in the... Oh, yeah, Inverudio's the 8th, isn't it? I, I might actually have a tattoo book for them. I have to move that. So I think my tattoo is fine. So I'm going to have to... No. Hang on. Uh, I'm going to double check because I'm panicking. I think I'm supposed to be somewhere else that day. Uh, yeah, that's a my... fantastic end to the podcast of us just panicking. Hoping <laughs> that we have, we have not screwed up the dates uh feature promotions on swnscotland.com you can go find out all the shows that are near you oh it's the ninth ninth oh yeah. i'm gonna move my tattoo then because i had a tattoo the day before that which would not be a good idea to rest oh no tattoo. definitely not. So, that's 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 you're on course for chops that day i think oh god <laughs> jesus no well if, another t- i probably shouldn't go on another tangent i, I, won't, I won't i won't that's all right where is it where is we just about uh, tell me where so the tattoo the rumble, was funny enough uh when i got told in the rumble i actually um, I tore a tendon in my ankle a few weeks before the rumble. So when I got told, I was like, "I can't say no. I need to do it." So I had to like, and they were like, "Oh, my my GP was like, yeah, don't do any exercise for two weeks." I'm like, "The rumble's next week. I'm gonna have to." So I just like picked up and just going. Well, I didn't know. And to be honest, that's, yeah. that's the best way. I don't like knowing. But perfect, right? Okay. Before we end up in other tangents, did uh, yeah. I mention uh, Transformers? And Michael Bay. I'll let, let you go. Uh, and well, I'll see, I'll see you at the weekend. Um, no, thank you again. Noise, thank you for having me. Take care.